Hello and welcome to VR Verdict, episode 125. I am PJ. I'm here talking with Johnny J from Weird Kid Studios. Um, Hello. Hey, man. Um, the last minute episode, I guess that was scheduled that to re, uh, reschedule last minute. As you can tell from the graphics, it's uh, Trigger XR. We'll reschedule them, get them back. But Johnny was awesome enough to say, "Hey, I'll come ch- chat with you." So, <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting here in the in the clubhouse, just talking to myself. So, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want you to be all alone here. You know, friends support friends. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, you uh, we we're just chatting about. Um, you haven't been on the dev round table for a couple of times and we mm. sorely missed you so what have you been up to yeah right um yeah i sorely missed all you guys too um yeah so definitely dealing with like some uh personal life stuff behind the scenes and yeah. then um more recently i think i just really within the last three four weeks have really kind of ramped up development again on galactic bar fight um and so, yeah, um, we're starting to work on the second area, and then we're in, like, pre-production for our third arena, and um, oh, nice. I'm really excited. Yeah, I think uh, the second arena is kind of, it's going to be a little bit more like the first combat arena. I think, you know, the level's definitely different, but we didn't change the gameplay mechanics too much. Um, there's some, like, new unlockable door. There's, like, a new unlockable door feature. Um the area we've made is a little more melee focused and kind of, I guess, I think the designer was kind of thinking more like old school doom or Wolfenstein type corridor nice. base. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I think it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, uh, and I'm really excited about the next area because um, we're, we're changing a lot. It's going to be a, a very different space than the first two for sure. Um, uh, yeah, it's very visually, um, inspired by doom. I don't know what, when the new one came <laughs> out, but the, whatever the latest doom is. So it's more of a, a hellscape bar, which that's, um, nice. <laughs> where we're figuring out what that looks like, but it's, uh, but it's fun to kind of, uh, experiment with for sure. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, you know, had the game in early access and then launched it. And, um, you know, like you said, you're going through personal stuff and things got quiet. And so was, I've always wondered, like, cause it's been a few months with, with the game and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, is this kind of right. like, do you get like a second wind and you're like, kind of get re-energized and you're like, okay, let's do some more crap and just kind of go at it? Or how does that come about? Yeah, right. I mean, preferably, I think we kind of were in a really good groove once the game released. And I kind of wish, you know, some of the personal stuff hadn't popped up um, because I think uh, it would have been really cool to maintain that groove and that momentum. Um, But I also think it, you know, it definitely forced me to kind of step away and kind of reprioritize things and and in a way appreciate what uh, kind of appreciate the project itself. Right. I think. I don't know. As a as a creative, it can be kind of hard to like appreciate the work you do sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, especially when you're in the weeds, and then the reviews come in, and maybe they're not as positive as you like. Um, <laughs> and so all that stuff kind of like it can make it it can make it feel kind of worthless, right? And then uh, I think 
uh, kind of taking a step away and coming back to it's like, you know what? Uh, we made this game, right? We came together. We decided on this. We worked really hard. Um, you know, maybe everything doesn't work uh, as smoothly as we'd like. You know, I definitely some of the features I've been rethinking, like, hmm, do I need to revisit the AI? Like, you know, certain features and trying to think about like long term for the game's sake, is it valuable to go revisit some of those core systems? And I'm, I think I'm still thinking about that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think um, I think I, I have felt kind of a second win and I, I've been really uh, excited to kind of jump back into kind of what we're making and like really like appreciate what it is as like an experience. Right. And and yeah, um, yeah I think just sitting in the bar and, you know, sitting and looking at the VR verdict poster that's in the, <laughs> the bedroom. Right. And um, yeah. just kind of really like relishing, like, you know, I guess I imagined what the game would be for so long and it's it's what I imagined it would be and in some ways way better than I imagined it would be and uh just yeah it's awesome. it, it forced me to kind of come back down to earth and appreciate it yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's really neat and mm-hmm. you know with all the devs from our normal round table and like mm-hmm. I you know tab was releasing um his vehicular manslaughter game mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. in right. bits and just mm-hmm. The way you guys just the simple thing like you said throwing one of our posters in there and like and <laughs> you have a lot of other like vr people in there and he's got a lot <laughs> in there and just just being in that space is just it's it's very like i don't know you just feel connected and it's just really neat to see that and it's just <laughs> um let alone like from the actual games themselves like it's just a whole nother level of like that's just neat <laughs> right <laughs> and how right. you guys and... support each other and all you know help each other with all that stuff um yeah. like in our private chats and even on the round tables and i, I just right. love that it's so cool yeah for sure and i definitely feel like you and wiki have been like uh, instrumental and in kind of you know uh helping us get to the end of the finish line right like really the, the first the first people to actually see what the updated version of the game looked like was you uh you and i think <laughs> to a lesser extent wiki but definitely you right and um you know, I definitely thank you for being our lab rat in some ways. Um, but, uh, you know, just thank you for, you know, having us on your show and giving us a platform to uh, talk about it. And, you know, uh, like me and Travis talked about at the time, like, you know, we we dreamed of doing this type of stuff in college. And so, you know, actually being able to make a game and talk about it and share our experiences and our design and programming philosophies. And like, it's it's just, it's, it's you know, for, for me, definitely it's a dream come true, right? Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That shows like and again, we you know, like I mentioned the private chat we have, like mm-hmm. some weeks there's no talking. Some weeks you guys get one <laughs> thing and then, and then it's like a whole day conversation and then right. it's just I love to see that's that's half the reason we do the podcast. Like I just love mm-hmm. that passion about, you know, you, mm-hmm. and you guys are making your dreams come true and that's just so fucking right. cool to me, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I get that. Mm-hmm. And I, I get excited it... when you guys are like, "Here's a, here's a, like an alpha preview build. <laughs> Don't judge us, but you know, check it out." And I'm like, "This is awesome." Um, right. <laughs> I always told Wookie that when he builds little things like that, and it's like, mm. I'm a very positive person. So, like, if you're looking for like critique, like I can do that, but I'm right. I'm way more positive than <laughs> most sure. people. So it's like. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not super helpful, but sometimes <laughs> when you're down in the dumps, like you said, like, right. uh, it's just not going well. And it's like, 
I think mm-hmm. I help a little bit with that sometimes. So I don't, I don't right. know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Like when you're in the weeds, especially right. And then, you know, it's, it's hard, it's hard not to draw comparisons doing any kind of creative work. Right. It's hard for yeah. even, you know, I'm not John Carmack. I'm never going to be John Carmack. <laughs> right. But it's hard not yeah. to imagine like, I don't know. I can't imagine the id team doing this, like with certain aspects of Galactic <laughs> Bar Fight. Or, you know, I'll look at the bar and it's like, wow, that Star Wars Galaxies game maybe did certain parts of like the Galactic Bar better. Or, uh, you know, even some of the combat stuff. It's just hard, you know, to, to not to compare your, ourselves to like Blade and Sorcery. And, you know, granted, <laughs> our team's much smaller. We have a lot less experience like working on an indie project. Um, like, there's plenty of like, reasons why like uh, maybe uh, you know our game uh, functions a little bit different maybe doesn't measure up to some others but also you know it's uh, it's always nice to hear someone say like I like that thing that you made right I, I really enjoyed yeah. that experience you created um, and I, I'm also probably too positive like on Twitter I love <laughs> resharing people who like you know hey I put two blocks together and my character's jumping on them and to me that's like Oh my God! If someone's creating a game, they they just birth a piece of their baby into the universe. Celebrate <laughs> it! Look, everybody, look! Yeah. And, um, uh, and yeah, trust and me, I, like, like you know, we we have this space here, and Tab helped with that, and a couple, and we're working and revamping with some other people now to to do the next step. And <laughs> like Wookie's good at this stuff. I have zero clue, like. I'm lucky to open Unity and like actually get in there and move something. (laughs) So when 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 you see videos like you said, like I have two blocks and they're doing something, like I'm honestly like that's awesome. Like I can't do that. And that's another part of the reason for the podcast because it's like I've tried to do like I haven't gone to school or anything like that, like Wookie has and other people, but it's like I've tried it and I I can normally figure stuff out. I'm pretty tech savvy, but it's Mm -hmm. it's you know so. Like even smaller teams and, you know, little smaller games and stuff like that, that are just starting out like, like with your guys' game, like I go in there and I can, I can feel like what you've put into it. Like I can feel like I can, this is fun. I can see where, you know, what they're doing and where they're going. And I think it's going to be awesome. And you can just kind of feel like the heart inside, you know, like, and it's just amazing where a lot of people are like, oh, this doesn't do that. It's crap. Right. Move on. It's like, hey, hold on now. <laughs> hmm hmm Yeah, I feel the same. And I think I, I've always, even before I started making games, like back when I was a teenager, I kind of always felt like even the worst game does something right, right? Like, you know, whether it's the graphics or it's like one piece of music or I really like how the menus look or there's one <laughs> really dope character in an otherwise terrible game, right? Um, I feel like every game, like something's done well. And sometimes you have to sift through like you know maybe less ideal parts of the game to experience it but um but i totally agree like you know really appreciating the heart and you know the passion behind a game right like sometimes games are really awesome ideas and concepts but uh you know not enough time not enough money the creative direction went weird somewhere (laughs) resources were reassigned like there's a million reasons games fall apart right yeah like just the fact that you guys um, and Tab is probably the best example of this. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I think this would be cool. And like the next day, like, hey, look what look, I'd made made it to a certain extent. And it's just like, yeah, it blows my fucking mind. Like, how the fuck mm-hmm. did you do that so quickly? Like, <laughs> like I said, I can come into our space and like 
put a poster on the wall and I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you guys just, and like I always say this, like to me, you guys have balls, like mm-hmm. just putting yourselves out there, putting all the time and effort and even mm-hmm. money and like, and just, mm-hmm. you don't know if anyone's going to see it, play it, like it. Right. Uh, you guys are just like amazing. I, I could, I'd have trouble with that. I think so. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I almost I think it's a compulsion personally. Like right. I think <laughs> I, I I I feel like I'm obsessed with game development in a lot of ways. And I, I you know, I'm I'm a big basketball fan too. And uh like if you ever listen like to a Kobe Bryant interview, because of course I'm LA, right? But uh Kobe Bryant <laughs> or Michael Jordan, right? Like they they were consumed with basketball, right? Like it wasn't like yeah. basketball's fun. It's like I basketball is a part of me, right? And yeah. I, I definitely feel like that way with games sometimes. Like I, I feel like, um, you know, people ask me like, uh, uh, Thomas, he actually asked me to like give him like a constructive review of his game essentially right and i basically wrote this big book report essay type thing (laughs) kind of making suggestions on like what i thought he was trying to do and then some suggestions on maybe different directions he could take it um and so i wrote out this lengthy like three-page book report for him and i was like (laughs) i hope he doesn't take this the wrong way Uh, but he was really grateful for it and like i've done Mm -hmm. that with other games and um but i just i i just love i love video games right like they've been my safe haven for a long time and so uh yep. so yeah i love i love just the act of uh even even if i could just make suggestions to maybe make a game better um and even yep. like thomas looked at it and was like this is this is wrong this is all bad this is i don't know why the advice is supposed <laughs> to make the game better not worse right <laughs> if he would have said yeah. that i've been like well that's a bummer but you know i had a good time coming up with ideas and so yeah 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 mm-hmm. and obviously like you know, with you a little bit and like other devs that we talk to, I do that quite a bit. And I'm like, I can give you a gamer's perspective and right. and what I think would be cool and what you might want to smooth that out right, to a certain right. degree. But I'd be, I'd never be like, you know, this part over here sucks. Get rid of that. Like, you know, <laughs> here's like two things you could do to maybe make it cooler. Mm-hmm. But I've, right. I've, it took me a long time to like, because I write what I thought and I'm like, God, I sound like a dick. <laughs> but I mean, you you know how helpful that feedback is. Like you just said, and yeah. it's just like it took yeah. a long time to be okay right. sounding like a dick because everyone's like, "Oh, that's right. what I was thinking," but I needed to hear it from someone else. So like, right? Yeah. And yeah. and I I'd rather hear you tell me like, you know what, Johnny, this is kind of <laughs> shitty, right? Like I'd rather you say that versus like, you know, the internet can be ruthless. So I think you'll yeah. say it a much nicer way than the random on the internet who's like, wow, why did you even try? Right? You get I hate you four twenty uh, leaving right. your review like your game is trash <laughs> on fire. Like why are you doing this for a living? <laughs> Fuck off. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, I hate oh, to see man. that. It's, and there's yeah. some, a lot of devs can like, you know, put a positive spin. Like they actually had some valid right. points, but sure. a lot of times there isn't even a point. You know, and right. I'm like, Oh, right. that would probably make me cry a lot. So you guys. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, it can be tough. Yeah, and I think definitely with the kind of first version with Galactic Bar Fight, I think, because, yeah, I think I mentioned it before, right? It was just kind of the thing I was tinkering on. Then the Oculus Launchpad program came around, and then I submitted it, and App Lab opened up, and I was like, well, I spent all this time. I might as well upload it. And, uh, you know, I uploaded it, and, you know, the first 200 plays or whatever, which came really fast, I was like, oh, that's really neat, people playing it. And then, like, <laughs> thousands of people started playing it, and it's like, Oh my God, people are playing my tutorial project. I know I'm a better programmer than this. <laughs> Oof. And um, and so that started to kind of create a weird relationship where at first it's like, oh, I'm so happy to share this out with the world to like, oh my God, these people are playing <laughs> and like all my mistakes feel like they have a, a microscope on them. And um, yeah, and so it was, it was interesting. But, uh, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I still... Yeah, it took me a while to learn how to appreciate that feedback, um, but I do think it's valuable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and going back to you guys' passion, like again mm-hmm. in our chats, like mm-hmm. especially like when we talked to Robert, like hey, I just worked eighteen hours on this one thing, and I'm like, <laughs> you did what? <laughs> but you guys, I mean, you all have days like that. I'm sure he just seems sure. to make sure. make that a habit. <laughs> sure, sure, fair. Which, yeah, you know. You can see the results, but it's like, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, fair. I think with Robert, it's a case of youth and like the indie drive. And so uh definitely yeah. had to have, I don't think I could do it anymore. I think when I was younger, I definitely I pulled a couple eighteen hour days, but I I think I'm too old for that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess like I we don't have to like keep talking uh, about like galactic bar fight even though i i that's fine if we do but like sure um we kind of talked about this a while ago Mm -hmm. um because i don't think you kind of knew what direction you guys are headed it almost seemed like you might start working on other things but so as for the team that worked on it are you guys still the same team and working on it and Mm -hmm. thinking about side or new projects or is this kind of focus for for a while yet or yeah i think i think at least until the end of the year this is kind of our primary focus um i think uh we we're kind of playing with the idea of maybe i'm um, trying something mobile right um i think just something a little bit more accessible um and then you know we're, we're definitely we're talking to like I, I have a few friends who like work in enterprise spaces and so enterprise vr like there's a lot of opportunities so we're definitely um kind of reaching out and tapping and seeing what's out there for that but um um but yeah for now like galactic bar fight is kind of the focus um and i, I did ask the guys like how they felt and they both were um gung-ho to continue development on it and um nice. i think we wanted four levels all together so um yeah so we have that at least one more after the one that's in pre-production um and yeah yeah i think uh yeah i think i'm almost curious because i've never kind of been like the lead developer on a game that's getting updated and so i have like a lot of theories of how this is supposed to work and i'm trying a lot of things about how i think it's going to work um if i'm honest i'm kind of nervous about how 
the save data is going to kind of translate into the new build because I'm adding like a bunch of new stuff and trying to just make sure we don't break anybody's old saves. Uh, Cause I feel yeah. like <laughs> to me, that's like a cardinal sin of game. Yeah. Like I hate when games I play do that. And so I I'd hate to do that with uh, anybody who has actually has been spending time playing the game and where we're averaging about 200 uh, average players a week. So um, people are playing. Um, yeah. That's you know, it's the save thing. Like before yeah. the internet was such like what the internet is, like mm-hmm. that is one thing that you again without the internet to communicate, like back in the day it was like mm-hmm. magazines and other things, like right. That is some rage real rage that happens when right. those saves get lost. Like <laughs> back on N sixty four, if that would ever happen, like you would hear about it even though there was no right. internet, like Right. I mean, the internet was around, but not what it is. Right. And it was just like to cause that much commotion. That was a big right. deal. So I, I get your hesitation. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, definitely. Even once the build's finished, gonna be a lot of testing to make sure that that's solid. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think you know more as a fan than like a developer. I I feel like it's kind of disrespectful of people's time, right? Like, yeah. you know that time you put into a game, you know, even if it's for fun, even if you're, um, even if you're enjoying yourself and you don't mind starting over, like I think kingdom come deliverance, I actually really enjoyed that game. Um, and I think I played 20 hours, save got lost, corrupted. Okay. I restarted. <laughs> I think I got eight hours in, save got corrupted again. And I think that just made me give up entirely on a game. I thought it was really neat. I love the concept. Yeah. I love the premise and, uh, yeah, so just trying to make sure I don't do that to anybody who's playing a game that I work on. Yeah, that would, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A good example of that when, and um, I mean, the game has come so far is, uh, fuck, now I'm going to forget the name of the goddamn game. Um, <laughs> I said, is it No Man's Sky? I'm just going to say Yes, <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> that, like, you know, when they, they've been adding, and that game is so freaking amazing in VR right. and all this, but, right. you know, the first couple updates, you did lose stuff and it's like i have 400 hours and that's right right. the game is so good i'm fine with that but wookie is a little different and that kind of did kill that game yeah he's like after the third time he's like i can't do this again (laughs) every time they're still like they just put an update out like a couple weeks ago and he's like that looks so cool he's like i just can't like it just still hurts you know (laughs) oh man i totally get it i totally get it I think we've told the story on the podcast a long time ago, but back on Dreamcast, um, mm-hmm. Fantasy Star Online, oh, <laughs> um, wow. we had wow. like hundreds and hundreds of hours, and my dad um, ended up deleting his save. Like it was over nine hundred oh. hours, and wow. oh my god! Like I had to like counsel Wookie for a while, and like. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh yeah, man, that was a. That was a dark time in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's wild. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I guess that's one of the good things of me never having gotten into an MMO because I think those are (laughs) especially time sync uh, heavy games. And so I can't imagine losing a 900 hour save. I think I'd I'd probably be on the warpath, honestly. (laughs) To be fair, like that was our first, like, online big ass mm-hmm. game and it was so sure, freaking cool sure. yeah. so I, i'm mm-hmm. you know a third of that had to be us just standing on the lobby puck 16 <laughs> just 
making stupid comments at other people, you know, and then the little pick art and stuff like it was mm-hmm. just... <laughs> I love still, it. Still still mm-hmm. a loss. <laughs> still a loss. Still a loss. Yeah. I was so I I we didn't have like high speed internet access for a long time at my house. So yeah. uh Fantasy Star was one of those games. I was like, that sounds amazing. A game that's online, you could see other people. Like it was I just yeah. couldn't fathom it at the time. Um it's yeah. it's yeah, because 56K was still the norm, we, and that's what yep. we had. Mm-hmm. And my previous spouse at the time, she got hooked on it. I, uh, I got hooked on it, she got hooked on it, and my brother mm-hmm. got hooked on it. Mm-hmm. And we were living in an apartment, and my bro- and Wookie was still living at home. Mm-hmm. But he was, you know, he might as well have been living there. All so right. we had <laughs> one phone line with the main Dreamcast and we'd take like our turns and we had two other Dreamcasts on two other TVs <laughs> and we'd all be sitting in the same room playing PSO and one of us would be online and we'd be leveling up characters solo play. Like, oh, that game, wow. Like, oh my, I, I would love, like if, if time travel ever became a thing, like mm-hmm. that'd be the, probably the first thing I do is just go back to those types of moments, like land parties, right. just mm-hmm. to get that feeling again. Cause you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's kind of rare now, but yeah. yeah, that was just an amazing time. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I, I think I was, I was on, I'm on Reddit entirely too much, um, but people were, uh, <laughs> Uh, lamenting, I guess, kind of early. Like I would say, X for me, it was the Xbox 60, 360 era of online gaming because that's when I first really started to play online games. And uh, I remember how excited people were when Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter Fighter came out. Um, and I loved that game too. And um, mm-hmm. so that and Rainbow Six Vegas. And I don't, I just, <laughs> I feel like those games were. I don't know. They felt different than like online lobbies for games now, right? Like yep. I, it to me, it felt more. I would even say more communal. And like you know, definitely that was the intense Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Two lobby era. So it's not like it was super <laughs> positive, but it still yeah. felt more like everybody kind of appreciated like the online experience and still wanted to yeah. just have a good time. Yeah. That that same era, mm-hmm. uh, actually, we you know on the original Xbox. When Xbox Live first came out, which I beta tested forever. Oh, that's cool. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, we instantly, like, we were just playing online with a group of friends, and we'd instantly suddenly had, like, friends list of, like, 30 people, and 30 people that played every night all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... we, the games could not hold the amount of friends we were trying to play with. <laughs> And now, right. like, you can have hundreds of people, and you can't get five people to play one night a month. Like, it's just that's wild. You're right. Yeah. It's, and yeah. my biggest, um, like, online gaming is great, obviously, but mm-hmm. right when right. you when you've done like good land parties, like we used to do, right? Like my best friend and I, like, he bought a duplex. This is a bit mm-hmm. of a story, but he yeah, bought a duplex. Sure. We lived on the other side of it from him. Um, mm. We finished the basement ourselves. Mm-hmm. with land parties in mind because we were still playing like i think it's still halo 2 and we just mm-hmm. had land parties every weekend and it was so awesome we had mm-hmm. like 12 rooms in the house with a monitor and a and a network connection and had you know land parties galore mm-hmm. we built that right before live came out and live was out like three months and then land parties just fizzled out i'm like i was right. so freaking bummed <laughs> like, i bet i bet <laughs> oh man that's yeah. a bummer yeah yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I wish I never got a chance to experience a good LAN party, but I think the closest thing was like in high school uh, in our computer lab, like we had like a PowerPoint class basically or a Photoshop class. And so our our teacher didn't care halfway, like we do half a lesson plan and then basically spend the entire rest of the class playing Age of, Ages of Empires 2 on the computers. Yes. And so <laughs> that was uh, that was about as close as I got to uh, having a LAN party. So basically half our half our class and then towards the end of the year basically our whole class was just playing agents of empires against each other <laughs> that's awesome mm -hmm. yeah sounds like a good time <laughs> yeah yeah no regrets <laughs> um it's getting back to vr and stuff yeah you mentioned like that your team was excited and ready to you know get back to it that's uh -huh. got to be like the best feeling like you know Obviously, like, you know, if anyone wants out, that's the chance, but right. you're all good? Like, cool, <laughs> sweet, let's do it. Like, that's got to yeah. be, like, a little scary at first, and then when they're like, yeah, let's do it, and it's got to yeah. be, like, the coolest feeling. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, especially, like, the, the person who started the crazy idea, right? It's like, well, I'm going to give you guys an out and just no, <laughs> no hard feelings, right? If you want a bell, I understand, right? Uh, maybe things didn't take off the way we wanted to. Um but yeah, both both my designer and my lead artist were both like, yeah, I know we're still in it, and I, you know, that's it. It is re uh, uh, comforting, right, to like know that, yeah. uh, like, they're legitimately enjoying this experience, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, as as a team, like mm -hmm. when your game launches finally, because I mean, mm -hmm. you you'd got feedback and reviews, you know, in early access right. and stuff. Do right. you all? Like on your guys' team, do you all like like focus on that or do you, you try not to look at it or is it just like one of you and like, you know, how does that work? Yeah, that's a good question, right? I think so usually kind of the way it works is like I'll look up the internet and just like look up Galactic Bar Fight and see if anything popped up in the news or um, if there's any new videos or anything. And so um, I'll take a look at that. And if any new videos do pop up um, that like I didn't know about, I'll, um, I'll bring it up in our next like weekly team meeting. Um, and then I'll either share the links. And so for the first few after the release, like we we did kind of sit around and like we all, it's almost like we had a watch party right we'd all like <laughs> mute our mics and then watch independently um and then talk about it and so um that was cool and i think that was it was awesome to be able to do that as a team and i think we were we were all a little bit nervous admittedly and uh, <laughs> uh but uh yeah so that first time i definitely we um we all kind of shared looking at their reviews uh, i think since then i think it kind of depends on how um I guess how uh, how busy we are, like how 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 likely we are to read the review or watch the reviews. Um, I'm I need to actually go back and watch a few that have come up in the last few weeks or last few months. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I try to. I think it's important at least one of us get our eyes on them, um, just so we could get that feedback and kind of see. I, the weirdest thing about games, I think even it's hard to explain unless you like make a game and release it, but. 
you can tell people how to play your game a million times. You can write all the <laughs> tutorials you want. You can make all the panels you want showing exactly what they need to do. And you will always have that one person who does something you did not predict that you didn't know they could do that just somehow breaks your game and manages to cheese something or something. <laughs> and, um, and so I really enjoy watching people play the game because I think that adds a kind of a, a different dimension like people can tell you like how they enjoyed playing a game but it's a whole different thing watching them play and kind of yeah. go through that experience and uh i think that first review we watched actually we watched the guy and one of the things you mentioned early on was her game was a little tough and so we watched this review and in that review the guy <laughs> he plays the first time he loses he plays the second time he loses <laughs> and he's really pissed off but he goes you know what He's like, he's like fuming. He's like, I think I'm done. And he's like, no, I want to go back and try one more time. And he goes back, he tries one more time and he beats the level. And I, it's hard to put into words. Like it's, I feel rewarded in the sense I can make a game that agitates someone, but entertains them enough to want to come back. And I think that that makes me feel good. Um, it also, of course, then asks the question, though, is the game too hard? What's the learning curve? Is it okay to expect someone to try the first level three times? Um, and for, you know, for our game, we don't have a ton of content, so I think we're okay with it. Um, but, uh, and our game's more arcadey anyway, right? It's not, yeah. it's 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 supposed to be kind of tough to get through, right? Or else you're yep. just going to blow through it and forget it. Um, and exactly. so, uh, so, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, I, I love watching people play the game. I guess a lot, short story long. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. It is. It is. It's got to be the trickiest balance to you know. Yeah, like you said, not agitate someone to where they're like one one and done and move right. on, and then also like too easy and then move right. on. Like that right, balance. Right. Like that has to be such a such a hard thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's something we're still figuring out. Honestly, I think it's a. Yeah, and it's it's just so hard because like, you know, as somebody who sat there and stewed over how the game works for years at this point, right? It it's <laughs> impossible really for me to get into the mindset of like, okay, I'm a person who's never seen this before. How do I play, right? And uh, yep. so that's where those video reviews are really valuable, right? Like really understanding like, is the stuff we planned out for all this time is that actually hitting the way we thought it would? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's another like um another fine thing with when we were talking about like testing and stuff and right. checking out people's early builds and it's like right, right right. It's really hard to say like I know what you're trying to go for but this is right. the style I always try to like this is how I play like I'm right. I can be competitive and get right. some ass, but I'm more like just casual and just trying to kill time and enjoy. Right. So it's hard to like, especially when someone gives you like a demo, like, do you think this is okay to like right. put out in the world as, as is or what? And it's just like, right. you never know how much to say or like right. how hardcore <laughs> to go. And it's like, I don't, you know, it's, it's another one of those things with balance. Like that's the trickiest thing with everything it seems, but yeah. Um, yeah. Because that, that is hard, like, and that's why, you know, if you're watching, listening, like, reviews are so important because right. there are so many people that put something on and within five minutes they think they know what 
what the whole thing is and they pass or keep playing. <laughs> right. It's just like, you'll never get that person back. Like they're maybe one yeah. minute away from like the coolest experience they've ever seen and they don't know it. And it's like, right. that's got to like just the timing of like the first, like when you're thinking of a first person playing your game, their mm-hmm. first playthrough and it's like you know how right. quickly do you ramp things up and right. you know, how slow do you make the tutorial because the tutorials in vr like that's a that's a thing <laughs> yeah. that you really got to nail and it's, yeah i can't imagine you got like again that's why i don't make games <laughs> it's just <laughs> just thinking of like tutorials and menus like mm-hmm. i'm i'm done yeah. like nope <laughs> yeah and it's hard it's hard because there's like Honestly, I don't think there is a right answer. There's like a best answer, right? Like, uh, and so even with Galactic Bar Fight, right? We've we've heard the tutorials too long, right? And I think it might be about, I think I think I've timed it about eight minutes, like from start to like getting into the first arena, and then like so I think like the first like loop of Galactic Bar Fight tutorial and all ideally should take less than 15 minutes but you know for some people an eight minute tutorial or introduction like that's still too long and then we have to like decide like do we trim that further or is that like do do we kind of give up on the person who can't spend eight (laughs) minutes to go through the tutorial right and i think for us we kind of decided like i think that you know again our game doesn't have a lot of content there's not a lot of space and so I guess if you want our experience, and and I think once you go through that tutorial loop, our games vary just drop into and kind of get into the action right away. But yeah. um, I guess if you can't get through that kind of tutorial sequence, then fully understand and no judgment, but I, I think it's hard for us to cater to that person, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny because there's a game I just started playing yesterday that I haven't played for like a month, and it has right. complex like hand motions. Uh-huh. out of the normal vr realm mm-hmm. and it's like so i was trying to i got to like a big boss fight and i'm like uh-huh. i don't remember how to do anything <laughs> right and so i looked at the settings <laughs> and there's no control oh, menu like no. this. so then i back out to the main menu and there's nothing in the options i'm like this sucks because i couldn't you know, yeah. it took me like five tries to beat this thing and remember right. crap and i remembered half of it and i finally got through it but i was just like that right. was rough all right. And just thinking of all that, like, you know, right. as a dev, like you can't imagine like, okay, what if I don't play this game for a month? Like, will I right. will someone remember how to play it or do should we do this? <laughs> or like like that's mm-hmm. just one scenario. It's just right. crazy. Yeah, and I think that's the kind of feedback that actually helps a lot for a team, right? Like, hey, yeah. I stepped away from the game for a while, came back to the boss, forgot how to do a lot of my like more valuable maneuvers and stuff. And yeah. so, like, you know, for our team, like that's a, like, oh, okay, let's go back to the drawing board. Can we do anything to like provide a place where they can like look at like reference material or something, right? Like, is there any place they could relearn? how to do stuff um yeah. beyond the, the intro right and um um like yeah, don't take down the to... vr verdict poster in the bedroom but put the control poster next to it <laughs> and there we go you can there always go, go back right? to the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> exactly right um and so yeah it could be it could be hard to figure out uh the kind of the best way to handle those situations um yeah. uh, but they're valid right and like i think that they're they're like it's always helpful to like uh hear that stuff as a, a dev but um but again like going back to you know you you mentioning like knowing what feedback to give give i'm sure that's hard too right like um yeah because yeah. like mm-hmm. with that demo situation i was talking about it's like i don't want to 
to over say anything to make right. it to where that person's like, I can't put this out. And then because right. I've seen it happen and they're like, I'm done with that. And I just like, I'd feel terrible. <laughs> Not that, right. like, right. My, my words and opinion shouldn't carry that much weight. And I don't think sure. they have, but sure. I, I've seen it happen <laughs> in other things. And it's just like, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, I totally get it. Yeah. It's hard. Um, yeah. And I think the creator's dilemma is always like, is, am I creating something worthwhile? Right. And that's a constant no. question. And some days it feels like, nope. And other days it's <laughs> like, oh, I'm making something brilliant. Right. And it's, yeah. it's just, it's hard to balance that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think creative types as, you know, have that natural kind of roller coaster mm -hmm. flow right. anyway, where you mm -hmm. have days where mm -hmm. you're like, I'm so fucking good. This is so cool. Right. And the next day you're like, this sucks. Why am I doing like I <laughs> Yup. <laughs> yeah. You just need to know who to talk to in those different days and you know uh, yeah. kind of help uh -huh. you out. But Yep, a hundred percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like the, the main thing I always try to tell devs and you know just me talking who cares but <laughs> like i'm a big fan of options like if you can tailor sure. like make your game more enjoyable to a wider audience you know whether it's right. left hand right hand teleport right. smooth turn like right. i would like to see some like that and i think we've talked about that in the round table more standardization yeah. in vr like right you shouldn't launch a game without all the movement options and left-handed right. stuff and you know right. and you know right. it's it's slowly over time it's kind of come to that but there's literally still games that come out and mm -hmm. like i get teleport gets you into vr and, and most people will get to like smooth turning like i if yeah. i go back to teleport move only and it's, games are still launching with that only and it's like right. that gives me a headache that's the only time right. i get because my brain's like just stuttering <laughs> like, right so right. Uh, you know whatever you guys can do and add i know it's you know extra work and and all that mm -hmm. but like Right. You also like, like I said, someone picks that up. They may not come back if there's an option missing or like, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's all part of, part of like the support part of game development, which I think sometimes we, uh, I think just in general, people don't talk about as much, right? Like it's like, I think the focus is always like, let's launch and get it out there. And then it's like, okay, but how do we make sure this continues to exist, that people continue to play this, that, you know, this reaches as wide an audience as it can. And uh, I think you're absolutely right. Like the more options, the better, right? Yeah, because mm -hmm. there's been some awesome games that come out with, you know, not the correct options. I mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I require to play something, sure. but what I, mm -hmm. you know, what I prefer. And then, right. you know, some days it's like, I can't play it. I hope they update it. And then right. Right. And I have, like, I watch a lot of VR. Like, I keep my eye on things. And there's so much out there. Like, I'll still miss, like, maybe that same game updated six months later and added those things i may not know right. like that's that's right, tough because right. i do catch myself like this game from months ago had this huge update and they added all this awesome right. stuff it's like oh sweet i can go play that but i don't know right. you don't always get to catch all that and that's kind of sad. right yeah 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 i think the discoverability and kind of like uh I guess news cycle for Oculus. I, th I think that could use some like some a little some love, some additional attention, right? But um, oh yeah, yeah, because it could be hard to like 
communicate that an update happened or changes are happening or you know even doing like a community-wide thank you um it could it could just be a little bit hard to kind of make sure that that gets the reach that you want it to yeah yeah exactly okay and so you've kind of been a uh, correct me if i'm wrong i'm just kind of talking mm-hmm. but you, you've kind of been a dev that's kind of been I wouldn't say like working with Oculus, but you did the startup and, and all that. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, again, from my perspective as mainly a gamer, um, like on Twitter, at least like they'll push like, you know, the big games just like on their store. Right. And it's like, and I've like messaged them and said many things like, what about mm-hmm. these little gems that you're not talking right. about? Like get some yeah. eyes on, like everybody knows that, right. you know, this game exists. Everyone knows it. Come on. Like, beat saber, let's but... let's get some love down here. And he's like, how do you right. guys deal with that? Or like, are there like, Man. when you're dealing with Oculus, is there like, do you have channels to say, Hey, we have an update. Could you kind of help us spread the word or anything like that? It's hard, right? I think I think like the the bigger kind of conversation here is like discoverability in games, which is a huge issue, um, not just yeah. for Oculus, right, but on all platforms. Steam also, right, and yeah, um, yeah the place like all the stores essentially, and so um, so that's a huge issue. And I I haven't. I have not found Oculus's communication be great with devs. I think um, Justin, uh, Justin and Dima might have some of the better relationships with o- Oculus. I know, but they also have yeah. uh, games that have more uh, have are more hyped and more exciting and are getting a lot more visibility in general. And so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I don't I can't say that I've noticed uh, Oculus be great at kind of working with indie developers in that way. Um, I think you know I think you know Launchpad is a great initiative. I think the Oculus Start program is great. Um, but yeah, I think it's 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 actually probably of all the kind of mat console manufacturers and stuff uh, I've built stuff for. I think Oculus probably is one of the most kind of standoffish, like almost like I. I wouldn't know how to uh, reach out to someone at Oculus to say, hey, we released an update. Um, and even if I looked at certain channels, like the a lot of times the responses other indies will say is like, yeah, Oculus said, well, we'll, 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 we'll reach out to you, right? Like, we'll, yeah. we'll contact you if we're interested type situation. Don't call us, like, we'll call you. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. It's like dating right? in high school all over again. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely (laughs) oh man (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i and again this is just from a gamer perspective i Mm -hmm. from what i see like they're and i love oculus and the store and like Mm -hmm. they do a lot of things i don't like and obviously for sure for being like a new newer company towards like gaming with vr they're doing like the way they treat and work with devs and especially indie devs like i think you don't have to say anything i don't want you getting in trouble with anybody sure. but i think they do like the worst job out of all the game companies and platforms <laughs> i've seen and it's like you're trying yeah. to get vr into the mainstream and get in the hands of people like right i just it doesn't make sense like why wouldn't you help these smaller guys out and get more eyes yeah. on things and yeah i don't know. I, 
<laughs> I totally agree. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you'll give me any more trouble than I do myself. Uh, but yeah, so I think, yeah, if I, they look at my Twitter, I think I'll be more in trouble than anything I say today. But um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I'd agree. And I think, and it's so hard because I think that, you know, I do think like Launchpad, you know, for what it's worth, I don't think Galactic Bar Fight would exist the way it does without Launchpad and like without me having like a, um, a desire to finish and, you know, being able to launch my first indie game on Oculus um, as a VR enthusiast, especially like that was all really awesome. And I appreciate the opportunities they gave uh, gave me for that. But um, but I also do. I, I totally agree. I think that it, sometimes their support of indies can be a little underwhelming. And uh, I think, well, I mean, I, I have a larger theory that I, I personally think that Oculus made a few weird missteps in trying to be both a hardware hardware organization and a software organization. I think they should have probably yeah. picked one, right? Like, you know, if they yeah. <laughs> were going to make the platform, then I think they needed to put money into making sure the people on the platform could create the best experiences. And it feels like they did both. And I don't know if doing both was smart because that's like Nintendo trying to build like, I mean, and Nintendo could do it, but Nintendo also had a gaming history a hundred years before <laughs> yeah. electronic games existed, right? They've been doing games right. for a long time. And so, uh, but yeah, I think Oculus kind of entering like both being, we're going to make consoles and we're going to make games. And like that, yeah. that I think that's asking a yeah. lot of yeah, we've never We've never done either of those things. It's a good idea. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just saying, I think it's a bit much to chew off at once. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> that's gotta be i don't know because uh, or maybe like i'm assuming like your viewpoint like you know with the start program and all that like mm -hmm. oh this is gonna be great and i'm gonna do this and sure. then it seems like it just drops off and you're like what the hell happened <laughs> And for like, for, and for what it's worth, like in the Launchpad program, especially, they did offer, um, you know, maybe not as much support as like me and other people in the program would have wanted, but they did like do like little uh, boot camp meetings where they like teach you about different, you know, uh, you know, creating solid narrative beats in VR, right? Or um, kind of talking through like VR, like intimacy in VR, right? And how to like, you know, really. Uh, connect with um you know the sense of presence and like you know the value of eye contact between characters and you or um you know how you can like shift somebody's perspective to make them feel like they're in a different space even if they're in their bedroom right yeah. um, and so they did like they gave us a lot of like little sessions like that and those were helpful um i think um yeah, I think those were helpful. I just, I guess I kind of wish there was more of it. And, and I will say in Launchpad, I think one, one frustration, I, I actually was a part of two projects. Galactic Bar Fight was one. And then I won a grant with a, another project called Supersonic Rhyme Chamber, which was going to be like yeah. a VR hip hop uh, project. <laughs> and uh, I think one, one issue that team we we had as that team was uh we didn't know what oculus wanted and we kept on reaching out to oculus to, like <laughs> ask like what do you want and we just felt like it was kind of like uh, i don't know like just fill it out and like well we'll see where you land and it's like well but also you're creating a platform so i'm sure you have ideal like games right like yeah. you know i'm sure there was a moment where beat saber was blowing up they're like we need more rhythm games right i'm sure that yeah. conversation had to happen but uh, if you don't let your 
the developers know, then like, yeah. how does anybody know what to build outside of just, I guess we're just gonna, we're just, we're gonna just throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks, right? <clears throat> yeah, like you said, you know, we need more rhythm games. And then suddenly it'd be <clears throat> nice, someone said, don't make a rhythm game for six months or a year because we've right. got 30 on the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Go do something else. <laughs> right. And then they dried up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. like I've seen more than once and this kind of breaks my heart. Like mm-hmm. I've seen devs say like my game came out today in App Lab and my best friend who plays VR all the time couldn't find it in the freaking store. Right. Like, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my, why is that like that? Like, like yeah. you gotta hit like the button like six times to get to the mm-hmm. page. And like, we all, mm-hmm. I mean, we all know that because we're, we do it all the time, but like, right. anyone knew, like, there's no way in hell they're gonna find that, those games yeah. on those. Like, mm hmm. But yeah, even my aunt who I asked me if she could play it and she's like she's been asking me for months like can I play your game and she's like on a special invite list like she has a free copy available whenever she can redeem it. Um I've told her the name several times. I've sent her <laughs> links and it's just like she just can't find it like you said and uh and th- that yeah. is frustrating. I think I wish um I guess I wish that like I get why they separate App Lab titles from the main store, but I almost yep. wish that they would have like an App Lab store that people could go in and explore, and like everything's yep. kind of there versus like just kind of hiding this away in the main store. It's, it's yep. I, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't um haven't uh, I'm gonna feel bad saying this. I'm sorry to anyone <laughs> listening, but. I haven't tried, you know, since SideQuest got their actual stuff on the headset and you don't have to, like, you know, sideload and stuff, I haven't tried that yet. Um, oh, me either. But I wonder if that, <laughs> if things have picked up for them because, like, mm-hmm. SideQuest is amazing. It's always been amazing that the work they do and the help they supply you guys is, mm-hmm. is top-notch and it's better than right. Oculus. Right. But then when, you know, when App Lab came out and tried to somewhat work with them and, you know, get right. things going, but basically steal what they're doing and do it worse. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. um, you everything's so buried. Like, I, I you search mm-hmm. Galactic Bar Fight and all the things right. from their store pop up that have those words in it. Right. Down right. at the end, there's a, like, Oh, there is one app that might interest you if you click this button. <laughs> right. And you click that button, you're like, oh, just an FYI, this isn't a main store game, and you, right. we can't vouch for it. And it's like, <laughs> that's got to turn like half the people off that go, you know, that's mm-hmm. disgusting. Like, come on. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Totally get it. I totally get it. And, uh, and I think I know a lot of that's a holdover from early VR, right? Because, like, I think the VR as an industry learned pretty early. Like, Oh, when we make people sick, they don't want to touch a headset for the next two years. So maybe nope. we don't make people sick, right? And so it's a holdover from that. Um, but but I think like oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna like you said, if there's an App Lab storefront, I mean, right, put the warning right. on there once so that people are. Mm-hmm. That, that's all you need. You don't need ten things. <laughs> yeah, right. And even if you'd let developers tag it, like, hey, there's might be potential frame rate drops, right? Like, I think you, I think there's a point where you could trust the players to go. Uh, I don't mind. Like, I don't mind experimenting with this. And if it, the frame rate does make me sick, then bummer. I kind of knew it's coming. Um, but you know, some people, I think you mentioned, you have an iron stomach, and so maybe it wouldn't affect you as much, right? And yeah. so, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So I think like user, there's an area for user trust, right? And like yeah. trusting the developers to like go, mm, I know what game problems my game does have, and this is one of them. Yeah. yeah. And even as a gamer, like I see that it's an it's insulting because I should be able to make yeah. that decision for myself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I want to try that out, see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. give them some feedback and help that way and, and you know, get them on the main store at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Even and I just realized but, that. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I was just, I, I was just going to say, I, I think that, you know, what, what acceptable for the main store is uh, continually more confusing because Gorilla Tag isn't on the main store. Right. And I think of every metric for success you could imagine they've nailed and, so I don't I don't think any of us really know what a decent main store <laughs> candidate is. I think Cubism is the only game I've actually seen go from App Lab to uh, the main store, and I I get that one, but that's one. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like Warplanes was another. There's a couple, but not. Mm, okay. like it's it's not double digits. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Fair. Very yeah, fair. That's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say it, like, we can't do it. But I just realized, like, I need your crystal ball from Galactic Firefight to be right over this table. <laughs> In our next iteration that we're working on, that, that yeah. could be a possibility, but... Okay, um, for sure. I'd happily. Yeah, it's been a while since yeah. I smacked that around, so I got to get in there and do yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite things. I think I put it in there, and I was like, you know, it'd be really cool, though. <laughs> you know, it'd be really yeah. cool. And I want to punch it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we might have talked about this on a roundtable, but like, you know, I was testing it out, and I'm like, you know, it'd be really cool if I could just punch mm-hmm. that thing. And I'm like, yeah. Oh shit! I can, and I just beat the crap out of it. Like that was, like honestly, one of my favorite uh, VR memories. Like that just blew my oh, mind. That's like, awesome. I don't know if that's Johnny's, but someone's thinking like I think, and I like that. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I think that's the fun of VR, right? I think it's like adding that extra dimensionality that you know you don't get from traditional games, right? And I think um, yeah. that's something I definitely would hopefully, hopefully in the update, next few updates of Galactic Barfight, we have more more stuff you could just fiddle with, right? And throw stuff yeah. across the room. And we talked about <laughs> potentially making like bottles you could just grab, and their whole purpose is to be hurled um, because I. I, to me, Galactic Bar Fight's absolutely a destruction playground, and that's kind of what my <laughs> original intention is. So the more stuff you can ruin and break, I think, to me, that fulfills any design vision I had for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be really cool. You could do the old school, like, um, N64 mm-hmm. uh, face scan and put pictures yeah. of people you're not necessarily <laughs> a fan of on, like, enemies. <laughs> Just take some of those melee weapons and just go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like how you think, PJ. I like how you think. I could yeah. put Wookiee's face on every any, every enemy and just kill them all. <laughs> oh, that's not brotherly love. I don't know that, what it is. Yeah, so. that's a carryover childhood dream, you know, from way back. Of course. <laughs> I, I get it. I totally get from it. From the yeah. Street Fighter days, like we've talked about. Like oh, We used man. to punch each other and knock each other off the chair during those and can't do that yet in vr so that that one step close <laughs> one step closer right <laughs> that's the behaptics um thing i want like i 
I need to reach over and Wookie's sitting here and push him off his chair and in real life get that feedback and have it happen. Right. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you got it. Have you had the haptics uh, folks on your podcast yet or? No, um, we've chatted a few times. And uh-huh. I'm, we're, it'll happen. We're, we're trying For to make sure. it happen. Yeah. For sure. And that's For one sure. thing that mm-hmm. I've had haptic stuff in the past with every so even way back to 64 and before that right. like you know there's been iterations and right. that's one thing that's always like that's never stuck around long enough to make the investment worthwhile but i'm obviously right. the haptics is doing like perfect so right mm-hmm. i i gotta get a setup for that because yeah i've mm-hmm. i've been slacking on that one <laughs> i get it yeah and I, I think i'm really excited for whatever the ps5 vr is because i think uh what they're yeah. doing with the with the I, I don't i guess i don't know if they're six axis controllers anymore but whatever the new ps5 controller is the haptics on that are pretty insane so uh yeah if like the vr version has even kind of similar haptics i think it'll be uh, it'll be a whole new paradigm for like a vr haptics which i'm excited yeah for. yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pumped like mm-hmm. i i don't know if you were on the podcast we talked about that like i've never owned a playstation in my life mm-hmm. i've had wow. every other console every other it just placed like they have a, a bunch of good games it's just like right. overall like i'll just uh-huh. take everything else so sure the moment um psvr2 was announced i mm. went out and got a ps5 i'm like i'm getting wow ready and i got <laughs> you know a psv vr1 set up and i've and i've been going through those games i didn't have access to yeah. and i've been loving them like they're just oh great. yeah mm-hmm. i'm so pumped for for especially with the hike price on the quest 2 yeah I'm, I'm really pumped to see <laughs> someone else step up because like yeah you know I love hardware. I love all the stuff, but I'm mainly like, right. I would take 10 games over a new headset. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm, I totally I'm much more software oriented. And like, I just yeah. want more stuff to experience mm-hmm. and play. Like another headset could come out five years later. I'd be fine. No, right. <laughs> I know right. that's totally helping getting it in the hands of mainstream and fixing issues with motion sickness, but that's just me. And that's, I get yeah. it. I totally agree. So, yeah. I think, uh, have you played London Heist? Because that's probably, that's probably one of my favorite PSVR uh, um, experiences. Uh, no, I haven't yet. You should play it. I think it, I think it came on like a demo disc for a bunch of like small experiences. I think uh, there's like an Astrobot rescue mission uh, on there too. But, uh, but London Heist, I think you should definitely try it. I think, I think you'd really like that. I, I love it personally. Nice. But, um, yeah, I'll check it yeah. out. I, I'm glad mm-hmm. you told me that because... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've heard of when I had, didn't have access to that system, um, mm-hmm. you know, I heard Astrobot was so good and it is mm-hmm. um, truth. Is it blood and truth or uh, blood and truth? It. Yeah, it's from. Yeah. London um, is from the same people. Yeah. Oh, that makes I'm mm-hmm. going to definitely check it because I'm halfway mm-hmm. through that and I'm loving it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here comes my bad with names problem. The sci-fi <laughs> with shooter with that you can use with the gun like that. I, I know the name of it. Right, with the spiders or whatever. Yeah, or, that yeah, game I haven't, is... oh I haven't played it, but yeah. Is it great? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's freaking epic. Like <laughs> That's awesome. And that's one thing that blows my mind, too. Like, Oculus, mm-hmm. like, that, just that gun controller, like, is mm-hmm. so awesome. Right, like, right. Oculus doesn't have anything. Like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> it's it's weird i think yeah i just i think that i i feel like that there is a lot of missed opportunities like if they would have just focused on hardware and like put money into like developers maxing out the the software i think that they'd yeah. like i mean you know they already have lock on the market right so like you know yep. there's not it's not like anybody's um taking their place anytime soon but i just feel like that if they if they focus more on the hardware and making sure like the, it's the best possible vr experience and you had all those peripherals right like i'm on the vr subreddits on a lot and like <laughs> people have like their boneworks made up like gun um yeah. uh like examples and i i just don't know why you wouldn't capitalize on that because i i can see so many people being crazy about that and i think uh yeah i think it was pavlov i I think that was one of the games like uh putting money into making a port of that and then like a gun peripheral i think i i don't see how that wouldn't have been tremendously popular i, yeah. I don't know yeah i mean you remember when the wii first came out and that mm -hmm. blew everyone's yeah. minds yeah and then there was like freaking attachments from golf clubs yeah. and tennis rackets to steering <laughs> and wheels, steering wheels like... yep. <laughs> and it, it was it was fun to have that stuff but it uh -huh. wasn't didn't help yeah. gameplay but vr it would freaking help and it would make oh, it way more immersive and it's like why mm -hmm. are you doing that like <laughs> right yeah i totally agree yeah i'm not even like the best at shooting games but i would love to try like a sniper elite or something with like a, a, a simple gun peripheral i think that would be yeah. a blast and i'm sure i'd be awful because my aim is actually <laughs> awful in real life but it would be so fun to play with yeah mm -hmm. yeah and mm -hmm. it would help like there are options out there don't get me wrong like awesome right, right. people are making awesome stuff but it gets right. expensive and it's just like yeah. it's hard to like yeah. do i want to pay 500 dollars for a gun stock i may or may not like or right. may not <laughs> be what i'm looking for and it, right. you know that's too big of a leap where if oculus right. was putting that stuff out and it was like 50 bucks like okay no problem like right right i, I don't know <laughs> yeah i totally agree i totally agree mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know when we started. Um, so if, <laughs> if you got it, like, I really appreciate you hopping in last minute and just saying, let's talk about whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I can keep talking if you, I don't care either way, but I don't let me keep you because you're so awesome just to hop in. And <laughs> like let I said, me, I don't know when we started. So <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I still got some time. I did have, well, I did have another uh thing i was doing at the time but uh uh the schedule they misscheduled so i think yeah <laughs> uh i think um yeah but no i'm down to talk some more and but, but also i don't want you to feel pressed either yeah oh no no I, what i don't want to see is a tweet from you like saying oh guys we're working on this great thing this new map for galactic bar fight it would have come out this week, but some asshole is making me talk for like an hour and a half oh, on this podcast. Literally. Uh, I'm so ready to throw you under the bus. You don't even know. Yeah. Oh, man. Absolutely. I was going to put yeah. you in the next like uh, community update I released on the store. Like, man, PJ from VR Verdict. Mm. Direct. That <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> let me tell Direct you. reason for the delay. Yeah, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> Aim all your hate at him. Like, right absolutely I would actually like i would offer that as a service for you guys like <laughs> you know, you, however i can help take the blame blame me i'll take all the heat right. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to set up a fork and pitchfork store, and just so you know, um, people can ad- ad- adequately approach you correctly. You know, as we'll, mom, we'll add a but, room yeah. over here where you can come in and literally in VR grab a yeah. pitchfork and sit here and yeah. stab me with it. There we go. There we go. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Interactivity. Yeah. And that's actually like you know when we have guests on like. We try to decorate and we offer like, hey, give us your in-game assets. We'll put them in here. Right now, they're not grabbable or anything, but the thing we're working on, that's going to be like the first thing plus like names and stuff. That's cool. Like like if you're, I want to talk about Galactic Bar Fight, you could bring weapons with and we could literally like (laughs) pull them out and, you know, do whatever you got to do with them and. So that would be. That would have been amazing when we had that weapon wall or that gun wall. That would have been incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyone that missed that when we were in Spatial Ape and Johnny first like guest on the podcast, I don't know how many weapons were on that wall, but it was it was something to behold. (laughs) Yeah, best definitely a happy accident, but I wouldn't change it. No. Oh man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> the good old mm-hmm. days. <laughs> the good old days, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So I I probably know the answer to this and I ask a lot of devs <laughs> and but being that you you're developing stuff in VR you're mm-hmm. still kind of like, you know, you got into it because you, you love VR and you're enthusiast, but do you still get to play games? Or, and if you do, like, what have you been enjoying lately? Or have you not had the chance? Or you're just like, like most of like, I have the headset on 12 hours a day. I can't play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little bit tough because my day job is a VR gig too, right? And it's like virtual yep. production stuff. And so, um, so I do, I have on the headset for that. Um, I think really the last game I really kind of got into was Demio. Like, uh, my cousin asked me to play with her and a friend and um, awesome. I had a good time and then we lost and I was like, wait, no, I had to understand <laughs> more about this game. And so I just ran like a solo campaign room or whatever. And like, I was really getting into it. Like I was sweating my ass off and like hunched over the table and like strategically planning my <laughs> units movements. And then my headset died and oh, it's no. been a while. Like to me, that's like the ultimate, like, I think no matter what I say about VR game, if I can play it to the point where my headset dies, that's how I know I had like a legitimately good time um, when it consumed me that much. Right. And so I so wish uh, I could have been in the basement just watching that. That sounds so cool. <laughs> it was the I had a good time. I had a good time. That's and then awesome. the headset shut off and I was lost. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, batteries. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Demio is, is awesome. I love I I love like I have like a weird fixation with scale and like numbers as yes. well. But uh, yep. uh but like anytime like I can experience something like much larger than me like uh on the psvr i guess another thing i might recommend is on star wars battlefront had like a um yep. like an x-wing <laughs> mission yeah and so uh and i think the way it starts out is like you start on the ground and basically at is walking by you and like yeah. you know childhood like obsession i loved the at-ats as a kid so just staring yeah. up at it was amazing um and um 
Uh, yeah, and so that, like, you know, scale, I think the first VR experience I fell in love with was the Blue Well experience on the HTC Vive forever ago, and, like, basically <laughs> a, a whale just swims past you. It's pretty simple, but, like, it's just, like, you see this, like, vague outline of something yeah. coming towards you, and then it decreasingly becomes less of an outline and more of a whale, <laughs> and then you just slowly realize, oh, I am very small compared to this yeah. whale. And so um, just anything that kind of lets me, like, you know, play with scale, kind of like Demio and being able to, like, scale down to your figures or scale up and, like, do a more tabletop D&D type view, I, I'm in love with that. Um, I even like that Horizon lets you kind of play with scale. I think that's one of the things they do really well. Um, don't yeah. have a lot of good things to say about Horizon, but I think that's one <laughs> thing I really – I do think that they do really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's by far my favorite thing in VR is scale and like perspective yeah. and like yeah, like you said with that whale, like yeah, there's no way in hell you can imagine how big a fucking yeah. whale is. Like right. the power of VR and the magic of it, like Yo. that shows you, and it's just like, oh fuck, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 but, uh, yeah. Absolutely. And like Demio, like I am so fortunate, like. That's one of my all-time favorite games. Okay, okay. And we've talked to Resolution. We've had many, many of those people on the podcast, and we've mm-hmm. done lots of background stuff and videos and secret play mm-hmm. sessions. And Ooh. I'm so grateful that they're so awesome about things mm-hmm. like that because, mm-hmm. like, I know, like, like you said, you played a solo campaign. Like, I've done that. Right. Just, running yeah. through the whole thing with all four characters just having a blast uh-huh. by myself yeah but i play 100 percent zoomed in because it's yeah. so freaking cool <laughs> yeah but, and then yeah. the one time you know per board like i'll zoom out and just appreciate that perspective too and it's just like right. <laughs> oh my like you cannot beat that it's so it's so fucking cool <laughs> yeah totally agree i totally yeah. agree uh-huh absolutely like that's we we're talking about kind of like standardization and a lot of this yeah. What I'm about to say has kind of gone away because resolution's so great. Like, like Demio comes out on the Quest, yeah. comes out on the Oculus Store for right. PC VR. Right. PC VR is kind of hanging on by a thread, which makes yeah. me sad because I'm very right. much more into that than mobile. As much as Fair. the Quest is great and and right. all that, but PC VR is where my heart is. So it hurts like when. You know, all quest only, like that's fine, but I would much rather have the options like right, right. cross by, cross play are such in my mind, like tremendous things. And um um it's just you know, a company that always like for every game they make, it's the same, like it's almost always co-op or some form of that. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's on everything, it's cross play on everything, cross by as much as possible, like right. they support everything so well. And you know, those are the standards that I like to see and yeah i think that's just amazing yeah yeah absolutely and i wish i wish they made it cross by and uh you know cross progression saving i wish they made that a little bit easier on oculus platforms again like weird weird choices because i think there's a lot of ways where 
uh, Meta has kind of really taken the like, this is our platform and we're going to make the most of having this controlled system and you have to, you can't, you can't do anything on our headset without going through us. Um, I know for at one of my last jobs, like we talked about having like a analytics or Google analytics for our game, our uh, app. And um, that just wasn't allowed because I, I imagine, I imagine they were going to re- eventually release like a Facebook or a meta analytics tool. And I, haven't seen much outside of like what the dashboard gives you. And so, um, yeah, but like, yeah, I just think that that's a weird thing. They didn't continue. Right. Like I think, you know, you buy, you buy something on PC, uh, headsets, it translates to, uh, mobile to, to the quest. Right. Or if you play a game a lot uh, on your quest and then you want to go back home to your PC headset, then we have like a cross progression. I, I just don't understand some of those yeah. decisions and sometimes it makes me wonder if like the people who are behind meta are like gamers right um yeah. don't know if that's fair uh, i know <laughs> and i know they have quite a few like game heavyweights that are part of the company uh but i just there just feels like there's a weird user like yeah. user disconnect like right yep. like any gamer would know that this is something people might want even if it's not something yeah. that could be addressed right but I, it's yeah, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, like PC VR is where my heart is. But right. you know, the moment the Quest came out, and the moment I took my Quest outside in my yard right. and had that freedom, like it was the fr- right. it was almost identical to the first time I experienced yeah. VR in the first place. Right. And right. then I was just up north in a cabin for seven days off the grid. Mm-hmm. I took my Quest, and uh-huh. I fell in love all over again with my Quest because. Yeah. All these great games just came out, like Moss Two and Star. Right. And, um, God damn it, <laughs> Shock Troops, and sure. you know mm-hmm. a couple other games. Like, and I played outside, you know, next to a lake, and I just mm-hmm. I loved it. But then That's I came awesome. home and I'm like, okay, now I want to play that same game on my PC where I like to play. <laughs> right. It's like, gosh, right. I'd have to play all over again. Like, I'm gonna yeah. do it, but it's like, sure, it's just. It's just another hurdle that they right. kind of, you know, tripped over, I think. <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah I totally agree. I'm excited, I'm excited to play Moss 2 as well. That's on my wish list. That in um, virtual, virtual reality too. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit lacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the other thing, like... Um, with Moss 2, for example, like mm-hmm. I, it's only on Quest. You know, it came out mm-hmm. on PS VR first. Uh-huh. This came out on Quest. I, I'm pretty sure they're bringing it to Steam at some point. But mm-hmm. I played it on Quest. It was a blast. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But again, have like PC VR is where my heart is. So I know, like as gorgeous as that is, it, it'd be ten times right. as gorgeous over here. Right, and it right. seems like Oculus stopped offering even the devs maybe at this point like the the opportunity like maybe I'm wrong but like if you want to put it on the PC VR store that's fine. Right. But a lot of the last games that have come out haven't done that. They used to do it like Moss One was on both and Right. And I'm just like the whole time I'm playing it I was just drooling and loving it but there's always like every pause I'm like I want to play this on PC. <laughs> yeah, I know it's going to look it. even better. Like, it right. just kind of hurt 
when I kept right. thinking about it. But it's like, give, me the, give us the options. Come on. I know. I, I get it. Yeah. I'm, I'm super curious what, uh, what the PS5 VR experience, what, what that's going to do to that relationship. Cause like, like you like, well, first, I guess I didn't think four years ago. Right. Like, I think that's when the rumors of the quest were around and like, I didn't think that was possible to do what they were saying the quest was going to be. And then they did. And I was blown away. Um, and so, um, so I'm super impressed with what the quest two is and what the, what the quest yeah. was and what the quest two is. Um, but, uh, but I just, I, I, I don't know. I had this feeling that like the horizon VR experience on PS VR, I think that's going to blow us all away. And I'm, I guess I'm curious what Oculus is or what Meta's response is going to be to that. Cause I, I, I can't not, I, you know, say what you will about Sony. I think they <laughs> always put a great deal of love into their first party with stuff. And so yep. I would expect that experience to be the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, it was Lone Echo too. They're like, that's the law. That's the, our yeah. last title right. that is PC VR only. Right. And then it's like, okay, then it faded. Now, like, there is no PC VR titles. <laughs> like, right, and, right. Um, oh, I was going to go somewhere with that. Somewhere really good, too. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Horizon, Zero Horizon Dawn, that mm-hmm. looks phenomenal on PSVR yeah. 2. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, when I bought a PS5, that's the first game I played because I never had a chance to play it, obviously. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. like, this is so fucking cool. And then they launched, right. they released that trailer. I'm like, oh, my God, I did hey, the right, right. thing. <laughs> yup, yup, can't wait. Yeah. I'm, but it's I'm like, that's probably, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, on Oculus, like, my, still my overall, you know, it's so different from Demio, I, I can feel comfortable right. saying this. Right. Probably my still overall favorite VR game is um God damn it, I wish I didn't have this problem. <laughs> like <laughs> um shit. Their big forty hour game they put out is gonna come to me. Um Oh, is it the Viking one or whatever or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh yeah. as as Asgard's Wrath. No. Asgard's Wrath, there we go. Okay. Like mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. there's been no word of a sequel, but it's one of those games it, where, like, if you don't make yeah. a sequel, you, you might as well just quit because that's fucking dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping yeah. like that's their answer to Zero Horizon Dawn. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I then it's like, it. what's I... that gonna look like on the Quest Two? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I played uh, I played Asgard's Wrath at I think Oculus Connect when it first came out, and uh, yeah, I was of course tethered. I think they were showing it off of, with Oculus Link at the time, but uh, uh, but still, it's connected to the PC, and I think I was just blown away with what what it was. Right, like that. I think that yeah. was very much the VR action game um, that needed to exist. I'm super confused by why it wasn't like. I just feel like everybody, like I, if there was a game, I would have imagined Oculus would have really pushed hard. That was, that was probably the one, right? Like I'm, I'm happy. Everybody loves Beat Saber, but yeah. like, <laughs> and you know, for the hardcore gamers, they're all like, oh, I want a real game. And I think Asgard Wrath was that, and it just wasn't pushed that way. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I could. I've played it like twice, like all the way through, and mm-hmm. I'm ready to go mm-hmm. again. Like, I bet, I such bet. a miss. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, another question I'd have for you. Um, sure. Your opinion. 
so you know pc vr comes out 2016 ish mm-hmm. maybe before mm-hmm. you know right around there right, right and you had to have like a three to five thousand dollar computer you had yeah, to spend, a monster <laughs> you know 800 bucks on a headset they're yep. like, this is what you need for VR. And then it, you know. Right. <laughs> and then a couple of years later, like, here's a quest that's running on the cell phone processor. Crazy. And even the quest one, like there are a couple games like Red Matter and a couple other ones where like yeah. you literally can't tell the difference between the quest version yeah. and the PC version. Right, it's like right. how the okay, A, how the fuck did you guys do that? And right. B, if I if this is what's happening now, mm-hmm. why was it such a three hundred dollar headset <laughs> to like eight grand needed to play right. VR. Like, why weren't the minimum specs on PC just lowered so everyone could get in on it? Like, right? What do right. you think of that? Like, that just blows my mind. Yeah, right. And I think you know, I think when the first time I tried, well, I mean, right, the first VR I tried probably was like for the modern iteration. It's probably like a Google Cardboard, which was neat or whatever. But yeah, I think like everybody, it's like. Oh, I I tried VR. I had I had a Google Cardboard. And it's like once you try a Vive or something, it's like no. I want you to try <laughs> real VR, right? Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, um, yeah. I was definitely bummed when I like tried the the Well Blue experience, and I asked my friend like how much it costs for the setup, and he was like three grand, and I was like <laughs> a mid level uh, junior or mid level engineer wasn't making a whole lot of money. Um, I was doing okay, and I was like, but I cannot spare three grand on a, a gaming PC just for a VR setup. And so I was super no. bummed out by that, and actually that's why I got a PSVR myself because I was kind of the closest I was going to get to a desktop setup. And so, um, so yeah, I think, I think, you know, really, I think it, it's so hard to like, I feel like talk about VR. I don't know if it's objectively or subjectively, but uh, to talk about VR, because I think even sometimes people complain about how VR hasn't blown up in the way that maybe we thought it would, like the way maybe phones did or almost is like this new technology revolution. Um, But then I think we also missed that like Palmer Lucky came out on Kickstarter and was like, Hey, we're making this thing. You guys want it. And that blew up overnight. And that's what this whole iteration of VR is based off of. Right. Like it's, yeah, yep. it, it wasn't like a big, like push from big technological forces to create it. Right. It was like, Hey, let's make this <laughs> thing. Um, and, you know, just kind of the community working to put it together and, you know, people buying their monster machines and, you know, all the driver issues that came with trying to connect <laughs> your monster machine to the headset and make sure the updates yeah. don't completely ruin the setup this week, <laughs> the way it did last week. And, uh, yeah. um, so like a lot of that, like, I think, I think it's just a lot of things are moving really quickly and it was really the beginning of kind of this phase of VR. And so I think sometimes that gets lost and then, you know, um, love them or hate them, Facebook kind of taking over Oculus and then, you know, hiring Carmack and that team to kind of engineer the quest one, which again, at the time I thought it was impossible. I thought, you know, cause like yeah. you said, right. Two years prior, it's like my friends would have to like, 
plan out a week in advance to bring their crazy monster machine in <laughs> and then bring in their suitcase with their Vive headset and then set up the lighthouses and then like all oh, this elaborate setup. And then you mean to tell me all I had to do is take this headset and these controllers out and like that's that's VR. Like I could just draw a boundary and I'm in a VR space. Yeah. Uh, and so and like that's really like that's six years, like six years from that to this, and that's that's kind of crazy, right? Like that's yeah. that's not much time at all. And so, um, definitely, it's I totally get what you're saying. Like it would have been nice if VR would have been more accessible at the beginning. Uh, but I also think like I think considering how how quickly we went from having to have a three thousand dollar tower in order to play these games to you know. I I playing super hot on the quest was the f- like the first thing I wanted to do and I was so blown away <laughs> when I did it and being able to make a full rotation that was so yeah. amazing to me. Um, yeah, I think it, I wish it was more accessible early on, but I'm I'm also I'm also amazed how quickly things have moved. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true because it is easy to forget those things, especially the <laughs> USB nonsense. <laughs> right right yep absolutely right and making sure your cables were like lightning free or whatever the yeah. usb 3.0 or whatever yeah, yeah all sorts of stuff yep even like the simple thing with not vibes so much but oculus rift mm-hmm. um just creating the guardian like, I'm, yeah. like you said on quest you just done on right. there. it's like if you have to reset that up like that's a good half hour of your time like, you're right you're right yeah. yep yeah. yep absolutely absolutely yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's just and again like my very first vr experience was alvin assassin in like a <laughs> arcade setup mm-hmm. fuck it like literally the 30 seconds i had that thing on i'm like i am into this i'm owning this i'm doing something <laughs> like things are happening like when right. you're a young boy and you start feeling certain feelings about things and you're like oh i never thought i'd feel that again like, here it is <laughs> oh i love it <laughs> like, i need a private booth because I don't have a book to cover what happened in my in my shorts, like <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's what VR did when oh, I put the headset on. I'm like, oh, <laughs> very physical but, response. Very. You know, <laughs> my another hard thing for me um, mm-hmm. is you know I can't do air quotes with my pills, but you know, right. enthusiasts, which I think I'm an enthusiast, but there's sure. a, a whole other level that like oh, right, right. Well, again, what kills me with like especially indie games like oh that doesn't look like half-life alex right. 2 or this or that and right. it's like that's right. i can't play anything else that's come right. before that and i can't play anything because nothing else has come out like it's like shut the right. fuck up like come on because <laughs> you know elvin assassin is like n64 graphics but fuck, right. in vr you put the headset on like you forget that shit like you right. just the movement right. and reaction like it makes it real your brain does the rest like right yeah it's Mm-hmm. it's insane and then mm-hmm. again to your to you guys you devs and that it's just like you know another thing you have to like worry about i would assume is like you know graphics and you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing because you you get that crowd right. where it's like if it doesn't look like this fuck it and it's just like, right god damn mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah absolutely and it's and it's hard right i think uh you know 
I, you you see it in the group chat all the time. We talk about our optimization techniques and all the kind <laughs> of little workarounds we have to figure out, right? Um, but uh, but I think like people even post processing effects, which are such a like that's such a huge thing for modern like console games, and like we can't do that in VR yet, right? Especially for yeah. mobile VR, and uh, and and I think that gets lost in translation sometimes, right? Like like yep. there's just things we cannot do um, with the headsets yet, uh, and um, we you know people have tried to you know write decent <laughs> post processing shaders and stuff, um, but a lot of times you have to do say have something that does basically mimics the effect right it's just not naturally rendering what you're seeing or whatever like you know robert's uh, lighting system for example in heartlands nope. um and so so yeah it's uh it's 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 it is a unique challenge developing um games for the quest in vr and um i think in a lot of ways i know for me i feel like it's made me a better engineer because like you learn how to work under pretty extreme constraints and i i feel bad for yeah. my artists and designers sometimes because i i do have to be the bad guy and go we we can't do that <laughs> like we <laughs> that's not gonna work we can't do that no. uh i think we're gonna have to throw that out or figure out a way to simplify that and yeah no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys talk about optimization quite a bit in those chats and even on the roundtable right. episodes. Yeah. And it reminds me of, because you guys say like old school tricks are back again and sure. you know, getting right. things going. It reminds right. me of, of shows like early on, like when Family Guy first came out, like <laughs> you can't say these mm-hmm. words and right. just the creativeness <laughs> of getting around that. Like I've always right. found that to be funnier than the actual, like if they would have said, fuck, like just right. the way to get right. around it. And it's, it kind of yeah. s- seems the same to me for those type of things. Like that's just right. having to be that creative to fix problems. I think right. seems to lend <laughs> you guys to be a little more creative with the rest of the game and, and stuff like that's that. Yeah. 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 I agree. And I, I, I actually think, and I'm sure someone's going to stone me for this opinion, but I think like, I think back to like 80s sci-fi movies, right? And I think like there's a lot of those movies who I would take visually or aesthetically or just atmospherically over modern movies, right? Because I think they learned how to you know how to really make the most out of those practical effects you know i think the dude being ripped apart by the machine and robocop like (laughs) that was like a really visceral and kind of uh intense scene and i think like it still would make me cringe today uh but i think it it worked totally or you know the thing i guess that's another one i think of right like the like spider head thing kind of like (laughs) disattaching itself from the dude like dude's body like i just think that there's a a real like you said a sense of creativity um that you know the directors and the art teams and everybody had to figure out how do we how do we convey this really big thing with not much right and it forces you to really go okay if we put all these things together, maybe we could pull it off. And then, you know, then you wind up with, you know, your Blade Runners or what have you. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it just keeps those, again, I, I'm not a developer or like a writer for a show or anything or movie, but <laughs> it just seems sure. like it keeps the creative processes and juices flowing in, in all mm-hmm. the aspects, not just that one. So, uh, right. And to your point, like those older movies, like maybe it was just because you grew up with that and you remember it more, but that stuff sticks with you. 
That's like, fair. Cause That's it, very it, fair. Because I remember, and again, maybe this is an age thing, but mm-hmm. I, I remember way more stuff from that era, mm-hmm. like movie right. scenes and stuff than like, like I right. just watched a movie last week. Like I'd have to sit and really think about scenes and things <laughs> like, cause nothing happened. Cause it was just right. almost cartoon. Cause it's yeah. all CGI and effects and which yeah. is fine and has its place. But like, right. Like you right. said in RoboCop, like that visceral, like just, mm-hmm. you know, that, that sticks with you. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, I, I'm gonna let you go because I feel like I've taken over your evening. But again, thank you so much for coming on short notice when we had yeah the guest back out last minute, unfortunately, and just it was a fun mm-hmm. chat, no agenda. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Love to hear your guys again. The whole thing, the whole reason I started doing this podcast, just to hear these sides of your guys' lives and work, right. and because my biggest thing is just seeing on the internet like hearing people and i've even seen it in real life when i've been with friends like oh this game sucks fuck it and like oh someone put <laughs> like a long many years and sweat and tears and money and like just right at least go halfway like play it a couple <laughs> hours like you can't tell me five minutes is enough like so just to like help you guys communicate as, as you know not right. saying like we have a super reach or anything, but it's sure, giving sure. you guys option to get, get these stories out there because yeah, like I couldn't do it. I, I give you guys props. Like you guys are my heroes because like I said, takes balls and guts and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I find it super interesting. Like you're, you know, the back end of things and all that. So right. Right. I think other people do as well. So here we are. Yeah. But. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you for giving us a platform, right? Like, I think, I think it matters too, right? Like, I think it's nice to have like these uh, avenues to like, you know, share our experiences, right? And especially the round table, right? It's definitely uh, easier to talk shop with other devs and like, you know, bitch about our, all our various issues or, you know, it brings up a story or um, yeah. So, you know, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Thank you and Wookie for, you know, having us on and uh, yeah. Yeah. It's always fun to talk to you. Mm -hmm. I've I've legit like I think the next episode will be our twelfth round table. And okay. we do it once wow. a month, so what does that mm-hmm. tell you? Um I'm, <laughs> from the start and even up to the last time we did, I legit am surprised when I'm like everyone's showing up uh-huh. and you're all like, Yep. And I'm I'm yep. legit surprised, like mm-hmm. that's crazy to me. Like that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Those those episodes, like you guys it, one thing, you know, it's hard to not talk over each other but it's right right it gets a little chaotic but it's always fun and you like it's always super interesting and i i learn more than one thing every time because i don't know a <laughs> shit about that side of things <laughs> and it's just like you guys talking about like triangles and stuff i'm like i don't know mm-hmm. exactly what that means but that sounds crazy <laughs> <laughs> so i just i could just sit here and listen all the time but <laughs> um, I'm so happy to hear that you guys are going to pick up speed on, on um, Galactic Bar Fight and get some more mm-hmm. content out. And because, like I said, like early, early on, I'm like, I can see, I can feel the heart of this game and I can see where you're going. And it's it's a blast. Mm-hmm. And you guys have been doing that and, and, and making yeah. that work and getting, I'm hoping you're getting to where you kind of saw it 
going or want want it to be yeah. so mm-hmm. that's yeah. just that excites me because yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm super excited for this especially like the second arena is going to be good but i think i think i feel like we're going to hit our stride with the third arena and i'm really i'm really excited to kind of share that because i think that'll be more kind of i guess that's going to be the the version i imagined the most right like this sure. is what i hoped it would feel like the most this is you know um, all the kind of side options right I'm, we're going to introduce some new ai uh, systems and so it's, I, i'm just i'm really excited i'm excited yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then i'll shut up after this i promise but one <laughs> quick thing like the, mm-hmm. the other part that you know the reason to do this there's a lot of reasons but the main thing yeah. is like you guys can seem like and like you've had practice, but you can take what that idea out of your head right. and actually after a while translate it and actually create that. Like that right. blows my right. fucking mind because <laughs> I, I need to start kind of getting into this more and we're, and hopefully when, you know, working on the booth and stuff or the our clubhouse right. here helps mm-hmm. with that. Right. Because like Wookiee can do it and like the conversations we have, I throw ideas like you wouldn't imagine like how many ideas we throw at him or I throw at him and he has. And it's like, I just wish I had the skills to translate that or at least make like a rough draft or something that I'm, you know, could explain better. And it's just like Mm -hmm. the the way you guys are able to do that just fucking floors me. And I think that's amazing. So, you know, sure. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, anything, like I said, anything we can do to help, spread that to like make you guys successful and allow you to do that like we're all for mm-hmm. and, and that's the plan but for sure that, that really yeah. knocks me out <laughs> yeah absolutely and I, I guess if i could offer you any advice i i feel like i always sketch out like and i'm a terrible artist like i i could barely draw a stick figure and so um <laughs> yeah like sketch it to me sketching out ideas like even if it's just a simple layout or whatever like that to me that that um that always helps kind of make make something more real so yeah i guess if you like there's ever idea like you're chewing on um and you want to convey to wiki just in a more clear way it might be worth uh, just sketching out you know a simple top-down map or whatever you know mm-hmm. sure yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. i promise i'll shut up after this one <laughs> <laughs> that's another really hard thing to do and when, when you know a dev comes and you know here's my thing mm-hmm. and you know what do you think and it's like a, I love it as is. Uh, here's a couple things you could do. Right. If you could do these ten things, it would be fucking amazing. And they're like, yeah, All right. But to do those ten things, that's another year. And like, like I, I get right. it, but it's hard not to like jump there. And like, I would hope I to it. never piss someone off. And like, mm-hmm. it's really cool, but it would be ten times better with these. And they're like, yeah, we know right. that. So like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I think you know, it's hard. It's so hard. It's so because games evolve with you too. I think that's that's one of the other things we don't talk about a ton, right? Like I, you know, Galactic Bar Fight in the process of making it and the process of planning it and the process of putting things together, like it became a game of its own. And so like there's pitfalls that like there's stuff I don't touch in Galactic Bar Fight and I built all of it, right? And I'm like, <laughs> wow, that system's touchy. I don't know how much more we're gonna put on top of that. But uh and and it's it's kind of weird the corners you accidentally paint yourself in or you know, oh man, if I could rebuild that system, I would reapproach it. Like um I think you know even between the prototype for Galactic Bar Fight and the final version, uh, I redid the weapons from the ground up because everybody talked about how boring 
they were, right? And like just yeah. the way I made the weapons in the first version, they weren't gonna work. And so I just had to like rethink, okay, if I was gonna give a system to a designer to make whatever guns they want, how would I do that? And so uh so yeah, no, it's just it's just interesting how your game evolves and like like yeah, I think your your comments are completely warranted, but I, they're like as a developer, there's the things going on in your head like <laughs> I would love to do that. But yeah. I have this one system, and the moment I add a new element to it, it might implode yeah. or something, right? Um, so yeah, that's just what everyone says. Weird. Like, your yeah. game's great, but needs multiplayer, and it's like, you know, pill you. Like, <laughs> you don't right. know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. 100%. So I try to keep that example in my head when I do say it, because I've learned that, like, exactly right. how you said it, like the systems we have you know here's where we're at and it's like yeah that'd be great but right yeah, <laughs> yeah well, man, it's I, an experience i promise yeah. three times i'll <laughs> shut up thank you so much it's been awesome it's been a blast yeah thank you um, for having me mm -hmm. anytime obviously like the round tables or any other time like yeah absolutely anytime. <laughs> okay for sure well very much so yeah thank you whoever's listening or watching and uh yeah mm -hmm. There'll be a link in the show notes on both video and audio with the link to Galactic Bar Fight and all your information. Check it out. It's a blast. It's a lot of fun. Just jump in there and break shit. Knock people yeah. down. Like, that's a goal. Good stress reliever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Good time. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you soon. And yeah. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. You take it easy, too. <laughs> all right. 